Hey you, what's up? What's going on? Good morning. It is I. I am him. Well, my name, if you don't know it by now, is Mr. Show Out. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Let me first say welcome to a new week. It's Monday. It's time to start the week off on the right foot, you know? So, Motivational Mondays are usually short and sweet, but I figured that we're going to take we're going to take our motivational to the next level. Um follow me on my mo- my live motivational page. Uh Mr. Showout's corner as well. You know, it just sticks it sticks well. I like that name, so that's why I kept going with it. But we're gonna do a series of motivational. So we're gonna it's just really about finding yourself and how do we find ourselves is how do we define how do we define ourselves, right? So, throughout the years, right, we live, right, some people find themselves at an early age. Some people find themselves at a mid-age. And then you have some people who are still looking for themselves, I ask a lot of people this question, and I'm going to ask you guys the same question. What is it one thing? What is one thing about you that sets you aside from anybody else? From day one on this earth, it's one thing. That you have that you should never allow nobody to destroy. And I bet you some people probably don't understand what I'm about to say. So that one thing that we all have, it's our name. And the name is very important because it's what you are first known as. And people get upset with me and they laugh. At the fact that I'm so serious about my name. My name is Wendell. And I like my name to be pronounced as Wendell. I get upset with people who mispronounce my name. Because that's not my name. My name is strong. So I want my name to be said correctly. Not Wendell. It's not. It's Wendell. And people take that as a joke, but I take my name seriously. Like my son's name is Sincere. Sincere to his to my heart. He was my firstborn. So whether it would have been a boy or girl, their name was gonna be Sincere. And what? Kanaya's middle name is Wisdom. And she brings a lot of knowledge. She gives you a lot of growth. And she would correct you about her name. Then Trail's middle name is Patience. His, 
And his middle name fits him because he has a lot of patience to endure with a lot of things that goes on. But I say this to say your name sets you apart from everything in the world. So you know that they can call you whatever it is that they call you. But what is it that you respond to? That's what matters. I go by show out and it has become a trend now that a lot of people have stopped calling me by my first name and they call me show out. And I'm okay with that. Have some people that call me D and I'm okay with that. Have some people that call me Dale. I'm okay with that. What I'm not okay with is mispronouncing my name after I've told you my name. Like I was on the phone with somebody and they were like, how can I speak to Wendell? And I said, no, you can't. You can speak to Wendell. Oh, I'm sorry, um, Wendell. I said, excuse me. I just told you my name is Wendell and I would like it if you would call me by my name. If you cannot say Wendell, call me Mr. Parker. Because when you refer to me as Wendell, that's not who I am. It's not the same thing. And I hate for people to say Wendell, Wendell, it's all the same thing. Because it's not all the same thing. My name is what my name is. So if my name was Wendell, then I would answer. You understand? The same way I tell... The same way you don't want nobody to call you out out your name. Calling me Wendell is calling me out my name because that's not my name. But to get back on track with that, you know, I just feel that your name rings bells. So you have to represent your name to the fullest. Be careful what you call yourself. Be careful what you go by. Because it's tough, man, I'm telling you. It's real tough. But so I want to motivate you guys. I want to read this read something to you. And it's Proverbs chapter 29. And I'm going to start with verse 3. It says, A man who loves wisdom brings joy to his father. But a companion of prostitutes squanders his wealth. A man who loves wisdom brings joy to his father. But a companion of prostitutes squanders his wealth. So, what do you guys think that means? A man who loves wisdom brings joy to his father. Now, I know some people may say, um, so are they talking about like the father as in the one who's your daddy? Basically, to me, what I took from this was a man who loves wisdom will bring joy to others. Like, look at me, for example, um, to be able to sit here and to spit knowledge and to give you some very key essentials to life 
you know, it brings joy to the father as into God or to the higher ups, you know, or whoever it is that you pray to. Just think about it that way, as in. I can never be a failure in my life because I bring too much wisdom to the world. I bring so much positive attributes to the world that it helps you to become more grateful. And but a companion of prostitutes and squad prostitutes squanders his wealth. And what you mean by prostitutes, we're not talking about paying for sex, you guys. I'm talking about in a companion of negativity, you stop your growth. Then once you stop allowing positive things to touch your soul, you stop all benefits of growth. And you sit and you wonder like, why am I still stuck in the same situation that I was in three to four years ago? I keep getting the same results. I keep, I keep trying and trying to get the same results. And then let's just think about it. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Who are you surrounding yourself with? And don't take this the wrong way because I had to think about this now. At 34, I still have to think, who do I surround myself with? Like, I still think about 10 years ago, 24, I was the man. And anybody who knows me can tell you, I was the man in the club, popping bottles, doing my Dang, jigging and swagging, you know what I'm saying? I was out there in these streets, but to be honest, at that time, what my son had just been born and he was about one. And as I reflect on who I am as a person, I'm like, Wendell, you were always a loving father. That's never been, but you was never, I was there in the physical sense, but I wasn't there mentally. So the first few years, I was surrounding myself with prostitutes, you know? The streets was what I wanted to do. I wanted to run around. I wanted to get what I can get, grab what I can grab. I wanted to get lit, 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 lit. And then I, you know, messed around and got somebody else pregnant and had my daughter Joy came and I'm like, ah, I tried to slow it down. I tried to catch up on my mistakes then, but I had already surrounded myself by prostitutes and vultures that now my wealth was gone. Like now my son's mom threw me on child support. So that stopped all the extra things I was doing. And once I couldn't go above and beyond not just for my daughter now, because I've always went above and beyond for my kids. But once I stopped being able to do extra stuff for the mother, I found now I am slowly dwelling now. And, 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 and it's crazy, though, because after that happened, that whole group of people that I used to have, I ain't seen them ever again in my whole entire life, yo. Like, half of it, I tell people this all the time. Like, when I look at my Facebook friends and I think about life, I'm like, yo, half of these people, if I really wanted to be like how most of these people are and remind them of what I've done for them, and if I actually held them accountable to pay me back, 
I could I'll be out the hole right now. But see, I'm not that type of I'ma do something for you, but you gonna have to pay me back. Nope. Because I do things for you out of the kindness of my heart. And don't and don't take my kindness for weakness though. And and and, and that's what happens. And that's basically, you know, in a nutshell of what I believe that it is talking about. So when it back to finding you, the part of the finding yourself is to figure out what is your destiny. And to 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 think about it in terms like what is your destiny like what is your purpose what is it that you yourself want out of life is it to be rich is it to be successful because if you ever think about it everybody be like I want a whole lot of money but does money make you successful does money really define your success does money really does a person with a lot of money and flashy clothes, does, does that really necessarily mean that they're successful? Because I honestly don't think that's the case. And the reason why I don't think that's the case is because I had a whole lot of money at one time and I wasn't successful at all. I feel more successful right now than I've ever felt in my 34 years of life. And I've won awards for things. Like in middle school, I won the Lift Every Voice and Sing essay writing contest. The whole state of Virginia. And in middle school, I was a troublemaker. But the fact that I I am good with a pen. To show my talents and to do that, that stands tough. Uh, I came back from the military in my first year as the head coach. Eight you. We went all the way to the championship, but we lost. I got runner-up. I look at that trophy every day because I, I, I put in work. So... Just like the the show Seinfeld, it was a plot. It's plotless, right? And we that's how some of us live our lives with no plot, no destination, no means of living. We're just out here going with the flow. Like we move from one scene, one circumstance to the next without purpose. We wanted from high school to college, from college to our first job. Well, not really our first job because, you know, we work as teenagers and everything. But you mean like to your first big job, salary, successfulness, career, you know, what the average Joe considers. You understand me? And then we're just dying to get married. Then we're just dying to have kids. And next we're dying to get them out the house. Then we're dying to retire. Then we're we're only doing all that to just to die again. But think about this. What if what would life look like if we all live with a purpose? With a destiny? Like how would we act and think differently if we saw God sitting right there at the kitchen table with us when we're eating breakfast? Like, 
Destiny is so it's so big and we have to have a destiny. Like if you don't have a destiny, how can I put it? Okay, so my name is Wendell, right? And I wish I would have looked up the meaning of my name because I used to work in Kingston. I used to work for this place where they told me the definition of my name and I loved it. And I tomorrow, later on today, I will get back on here or I will go live and I'm going to let y'all know what the definition of my name is so you can understand my purpose and my destiny. So what is destiny to me? Okay, so to me, destiny is the... Customized life calling for which God has equipped and ordained in us. Because think about this. What my grandma used to tell me in my past, I always say is like, God already had a plan for me while I was in his stomach, right? So let me tell y'all what I believe that my destiny is. If you don't know my life story, this is where you're going to find out about it. Like, come here to this podcast to get to know some real stuff. Follow my live podcast on Mr. Showout's Corner and it gets some more but to share some light have you you don't really you really won't understand my destiny if you don't know who I am so all this week we're going to break down Wendell and you're going to get to know who Mr. Showout is and how I became who I am now because inside I had to what did Erica tell me yesterday? We were driving from North Carolina. I learned to cope with the things that God had put me through. And I don't, I had to learn to stop questioning it. So, you know, I've been reading a lot now, thanks to my uncle Arthur. I have figured out that. I'm very knowledgeable about life and I've been through, but back to how I get off subject. I'm sorry, you guys. Okay. So I said, I'm going to tell y'all a brief story. So let me give you a little snippet, the destiny of my life. Wendell Parker was really born Wendell Eugene Washington. My parents had to give me up at a young age and I went to live with my grandmother. My grandmother, I think, believe from what I've heard, had a heart attack. So then I went to foster care through foster care. I went through a lot of trials and tribulations. I was beat up. I was beat. I was abused. I was mistreated for so long and nobody would hear my cry. So my my mother now, who was my social worker at the time. And I, I remember telling her like. I'm happier when I'm when I'm here because I feel like I'm alive or I feel I'm happier here and I want to be here. And when she decided that they wanted to adopt me into their family, that 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 was a greatness because without my mother adopting me, I don't think I would have learned who God was. You understand? And I'm gonna leave right there because it can get deeper. It can get real deeper, but I just want y'all to know like. My drive isn't just for myself. It's to make my mother proud of the fact that she may not have physically had a son, but the fact that she saw something in me and was in her destiny to save my life. Then it was my destiny to save somebody else's because it count 
us adopted kids out all the time. We either going to be murderers, drug dealers, dead before 21, in and out of jail. And the sad thing about it, I was in and out of jail. I, I beat I beat death two or three times. But at the age of 34 and I was about to be 35 and about to have another child in 10 weeks. I can honestly say that I'm ready to fulfill my destiny on this earth and it's nothing that can stop me. Nothing at all. Like every every believer must understand first and foremost that his or her premier destiny is to glorify God and to make his name known. You understand? Like destiny always starts there. You know what I'm saying? If we don't involve bringing glory to God somehow, whether it's a regular thank you, God, or God, I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for another day. It, it, it begin. It it, it 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 shows you a different vibe. It gives you a different gives you a different outlook when you have some sense of religion. And people go to war with religion, but religion works in so many different ways. And they tell me it has to work for you. Stop trying to fit the custom standards, and that's what's killing our churches these days. We are not developing the teachings of Christ. We're hindering bringing our youth to see who the Lord is and we're just scaring them away because we want to ban them from doing certain things but we have to adjust. We have to adjust. Just like coaching, I have to adjust to the, to the skills of my players. Then when it comes to teaching the word, you have to adjust to who are you trying to reach it out to? Oh, man, we reached 22 minutes, you guys. Well, I appreciate y'all time. Um, we shall continue this again. But just remember your destiny, you guys. Just remember your destiny. Remember, your name is so important. Don't ever let nobody disrespect it. Don't ever let nobody call you out your name. You're worth it. You're smart. You're great. You're awesome. You're a king. You're a queen. You can do anything in this world. You're not, it's not too late to succeed. It's not too late to be great. God got your back. You understand? But in the meantime, in between time, it's your boy, Mr. Showout. I really appreciate your time. Like, subscribe, follow me on all platforms. Mr. Showout, you'll find me. Once again, like I always say, I am nothing without God. Only God is the medicine. Y'all be blessed, not stressed. Peace.